Errors were made in the hours following King Viserys' death. The war be fought. Many will die. And the victor will eventually ascend the throne. There is no war so hateful to the gods. There's a war between kin. And no war so bloody as a war between dragons. Welcome to a special episode of Dancing with Dragons. The long-awaited teaser trailer for Season 2 of House of the Dragon came out, as you heard from the opening audio. After I watched the trailer, I texted Benoit immediately and said, should we record our thoughts? And she's like, yes. So she was all game for it. But before we got the trailer, we actually got official Season 2 posters that included Rhaenyra and Alice. And a lot of people I saw online were chiming in saying, why not have Aegon instead of Alicent? And we all know why. Or Rhaenyra and Alicent dominated the storyline in season one. And the showrunners probably saw how the internet exploded and reacted to it and decided, no, these two have to be in the forefront of the posters and the trailer. Mm-hmm. So the trailer was a quick 75 seconds. Meanwhile, what was your first impression after the first view? Because during the first watch of that teaser, I just, my brain just kept trying to kind of find very specific frames and just focus on a couple that I know that I missed some that makes sense like I I just felt like my brain was scrambling trying to make sense of what I was seeing and that just kept happening as the trailer went on so I just kept repeating it took it all in and I did get goosebumps I mean how could I not and then the same way I felt actually (laughs) I was driving somewhere and I (laughs) went on Twitter for something and I saw that it dropped so I saw it on my phone really quick and people like oh did you see I said well I saw it on a phone so I'm gonna wait so I get home to yeah. watch it on a TV and then I watch it on my laptop. And then, of course, I watched it pausing every second to see every frame to see what I'm not seeing. Because the trailer, like I said, was 75 seconds, but it was there was a lot of quick cuts. And with trailers, I'm just going to say that I'm a proponent for just movies and TVs putting out teasers. I yeah, think same. the last 15, 20 years, trailers have gone out of hand. There's some trailers that are like three minutes long. And like 75% of the movie is in that trailer. Yes. And I don't get it. Like what I don't like I've seen for Dune or for the killers. I'm not watching anything because the killers of the flower moon trailer was three minutes and a half. I don't, I don't need to see that. I'm going to go watch the movie no matter what. I think it was a good trailer. Like I said, a lot of cuts. So I had to like kind of pause everything to try to decipher what was on screen. Uh, But my first impressions was, okay, this is clear. This is going to be war heartbreak revenge there's not going to be an ounce of happiness in this season no it's all yeah no horror and oh my gosh and what are they doing it's going to be awful and considering that they shorten the season as well this is not going to be 10 episodes it's going to be eight it's just going to be 
event after event after event, like bat after bat after bat. Like, I don't think we're going to get much room to breathe. It doesn't seem like it's just going to be big thing and then like a medium thing and then a super big thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm not exactly that, but I think that the criticism we had for season one was that we didn't really get enough room to breathe. And I think that that's just going to be the same for season two. The only difference is that it's going to entirely be in the context of a war versus season one where we had spanned years. What were your highlights? What was the one frame that got you really excited? I'm not going to say that the thing that stood out to me most excited me. I'm just going to say that it stayed with me immediately after the first viewing of the teaser. Um, and that's the quick shot that we get of Rhaenyra grieving because that grief is just not going to leave her. And I know that Emma Darcy is going to kill it on screen with that just devastating performance, devastating arc that uh, Rhaenyra has. I mean, you we already felt the weight of that scene and that grief with like one frame at the very, very end of season one. And that's just going to continue. And I, I couldn't bear to see her. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I agree. I think that it's a conscious thing that they ended the season with her face. And the first mm. thing we see is her and her face. Yeah. And this is her at Storm's End. And she's probably mm. looking for Lucerus's body. She's looking for the dragon. And I saw somebody point this out and I completely, it completely, it didn't connect to my brain that her dragon, Cyrax, is probably looking for Arax because that's her baby. Yeah. Yeah, and that's both. They're both mothers looking for the <sighs> kids. Oh, I got goosebumps again. Oh no! This last season, I you know they didn't have that many battles. I think they had the mm. one major battle and uh, with Damon going to the crab feeder. But yeah. this one is just going to be all out war. We see mm. a lot of troop movement. We see a camp with Renera's flag, the traditional black flag with the three dragons, and then we have uh, soldiers marching. And you could see the sigil, the banners of the high towers. We see Kristen Cole finally got a new haircut. He's all. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> somebody, no, said the, somebody said the real crime was his haircut. But hey, I'm not gonna, <laughs> at least he has a different look. Uh, the one shot that was epic is Vagar. That one mm-hmm. last and you could see it just the, her wings flapping at the end. I appreciate that the showrunners are showing Vagar's wounds on the on the wings. It tells you yeah. that she's seen many, many battles. Yeah, that's just an important yeah. dragon, as you know, Vagar is. Yeah, I mean, it's been around for 100 and plus years. But I think the, the quote that got to me was Rainey's when she says, there's no war so hateful to the gods as a war between kin and no war so bloody as a war between dragons. There's so many little points that we can focus on. And I guess we can because we have a podcast and I guess we should just do it. <laughs> so we can. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just go for it. Yeah, we we said we'd try to leave this as spoiler free as possible. Like we, me and me and Tony obviously know what's going to happen. We've both read Fire and Blood, um, so we have some idea of how it's going to play out. But at the same time, the show has changed quite a bit from the books. They they adapted things differently in some areas, so uh, we can't know for sure at the same time. Which again, like plays into the whole Fire and Blood uh, execution of it all being subjective and stuff. It's kind of interesting. But yeah, that's Rainey's quote. I feel like one of the reasons it hits is because I don't want to say she she wanted a war between kin, but because you know that that crown is kind of rightfully hers too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it it's I think all of it kind of hits somewhere deep for her. So subconsciously, yeah, I, she's saying, you know, I should have been queen, but whatever. 
Yeah. We got a question that you got from your page uh, from AHSK10. They asked, did you notice who was wearing the Hand of the King pin? And when I saw the question, I go, huh? <laughs> so I watched the whole trailer. I'm like, um, I can't find anything. And meanwhile, I was like, well, yeah, you didn't see it. Oh, <laughs> it's Kristen Cole. I was looking for an actual pin on like a shirt. Yeah. I wasn't noticing that Kristen Cole has like a gold chain or a, what, what would you call that? Not a chain, but like a, as it, they have a name for it in those, you know. In those times. <laughs> in those times. Anyway, it's a chain and, and you could see it has the hand of the king, you know, pin or whatever. That's the, that'll answer your question. Because I'm like, hmm, who's Renera's hand of the queen? And I go, well, it's, it's called as Valarian in the future. So, but I didn't see, there's a brief shot of him for like half a second. Yeah. And they don't see anything. Which is noteworthy too. Yeah. So I just briefly mentioned that um, the shot of Corliss is significant because I think there were there was speculation that the actor would leave the role. Um, it was a weird thing I saw on social media for a moment, but he's there. He's 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 in the season. So that shot squashed those um, rumors. So yeah, about Kristen Cole, his kind of chain shackle thing. I don't know what it is, but it's just like a bunch of hands intertwined around his neck and he's Addison's new hand. And I... We talked about this briefly before we started recording because that's what we always do. We can't help but talk about Game of Thrones every time we talk. But it's a bit weird. I think you mentioned that Alicent or the, the green team would have Kristen Cole as their hand. Because why wouldn't it be Otto, right? Like that's immediately what you what yeah. one would say, right? If you notice or if you pay attention in the voiceover for Otto, it's quite weird at the beginning of the teaser. He almost says like admits to some errors or, or wrongdoings on the Greens' parts. Right after Viserys died. So what is he admitting to? What does he think is wrong? Is it Aegon being crowned? Is it them dismissing Rhaenyra and kind of starting this whole thing? We still don't know for sure what he thinks is so wrong. But was that enough for Alicent and Aegon to just kind of dismiss him and uh, promote Kristen? Yeah, because we don't see that in season one. But this is maybe Otto's retrospective era. Okay, hmm, what have we done this differently? But I think in the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in Fire and Blood, Kristen Cole is called the Kingmaker because he just yes makes Aegon king right away. He doesn't wait for Otto or anybody. He just proclaims him the king. And plus, pretty sure Alicent will want him anyway because then he can control Kristen. She can't control her dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that um, Kristen is kind of the only way and through which. Um, Alicent can play the game because she can't do that through her dad. She kind of similarly to Cersei, she can't do it through her dad or through her son because they're both kind of um, untamable, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's the word, but they can't be tamed, <laughs> either of them. Um, it reminds me of Cersei when she didn't want Marjorie there because she's like, Marjorie's going to stick her claws into them, to yeah. Tommen, and she's going to be running the kingdom. Like, they didn't want marjorie there for that reason because they know she can manipulate common to do anything in some weird way Kristen is to allison to what the mountain was to cersei if you think about it yes i will say that both uh aegon and renera's crowns are great you know aegon has the conqueror's <clears throat> crown which is from aegon the first and renera has her dad's crown Cerises. yeah so you can kind of see look at aegon's uh, demeanor he looks like oh, i'm king shit here like the way he's walking, the way he's sitting, like there's a big turnaround from that boy that I don't want to do this. Let's go. Let's go. Remember, he was pleading Amon like Kristen was to Renera. Let's go to yeah. Valantis and explore the, the, the country. 
in the trailer, there's a shot of Allison. It's kind of mysterious. It doesn't look like King's Landing at all. It looks like she's mm-hmm. in a lake or a river, and she has like a gown on, not even a dress. Yeah. And and the way it's shot looks foggy. It looks like a dream sequence to me. So I don't know if she's dreaming there or uh, Helena's mm-hmm. having a vision of her mom or it, it, that does. Why would Allison, she never leaves King's Landing, I don't think. Why would she be? I don't think so either. People say that's the God's eye. You know, the God's eye is south of the Trident and it's, you know, I think south of Riverlands. And a lot of important stuff happens there. Let's just say. Thing, but it is shot in a very dreamlike yeah. way. I wonder if it is a dream or if it's just probably a choice on the director's part for, yeah. for, for that scene, you know? Another shot that caught me off guard, but I was like, oh yeah. Was Baylor Targaryen on, yes. her dragon, on her dragon moon dancer screaming like yep. in battle, which people would uh they did the split screen with her and her mom. But yeah, her mom yeah, was, I saw that. Yeah, her mom wasn't in battle. I think her and like Damon were just, you know, goofing around flying yeah, yeah. to King's Landing. But she looks like her mom, but she has the the fiery passion of battle from her dad. Who we do see in the trailer as well. He is like heading into battle i assume he's just uh in armor from head to toe again with his long hair and just like marching angrily so we're gonna oh, see damon yeah that's heading the thing into the battle that's the thing i wrote i wrote a note like he looks war hungry in every shot in comparison he's, you mean to what yeah. we're gonna see in season two no no a comparison to like in the in the novel he's a brilliant military strategist who is not like all right let's go like he was foaming in the mouth in season one to, yeah, to, to yeah. kill. And I don't want to just see that from him. I want to see him being calculated. Yeah, I think we, we have to see that. We have to. Unless they're going to make him like that and they're going to make Renera the one that's going to be, Damon, calm down. We need Ooh. to we need to make no. sure don't fly off the handle, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to get the... Anyway, I don't want to talk about I don't know. I, I don't want to manifest that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have a quick shot of the north. Um, it's snowing. Yes. It's cold. Very um, important too. Could be the Night's Watch, maybe the Winter Wolves or the Soldiers. That's what they call themselves. Or maybe it could be like Jace arriving there. I mean, it could be many things. Maybe. I guess. Maybe we know he's headed there. That's where Nair sends him. Then there, we have this mysterious shot of just like two dragons facing off. Yes, this was the shot that was. That I think that stood out to me the most, other than Rhaenyra. While we're here, we also have another question submitted to us for this episode um, from Sweet Mama 7 who says, did we finally see Sunfire or Dreamfire? Uh, I don't know if it's either one, because Dreamfire belongs to Helena, and I don't think yeah. she flies. I don't know if she flies a dragon like post-dance or post-declaration of war. <laughs> I know Sunfire is going to be in, in a battle, but... To me, that wouldn't make sense for Aegon and Rhaenyra to be facing off each other in a beach by themselves. So I'm thinking that's Sea Smoke, which is Laenor's dragon, but... It's very interesting because I think we talked about this before, which is that they have, since you brought it up, they have a big piece of the lore to kind of address by yes. that one creative change. Um, because... Lenor should be bound to his dragon. So how is that going to? Yeah, we how's talked that going to work? That. Remember, we, I think we talked yeah. about that in the House of the Dragon episode. Like, how are they going to? Yeah, fix that issue because uh, they're bound to 
until their death, unless he is still an Esso so far away that her dragon thinks his dragon th- thinks he's dead. But also, this could be the dragon seeds. It's going to be Seismo. I won't say who the names, just to keep everybody in suspense. Okay. But it can be okay. either one. I don't think it's Sunfire or Dreamfire. It's going to be Sea Smoke or Silverwing. Either way, it's an amazing shot. <laughs> and just to clarify what Tony said, just because I don't think this term was used in the show yet, um, Dragon Seeds is a term used to describe like the illegitimate children of anyone from Valyrian descent. I'm just going to leave it at that. But that's what yeah. Yeah. it is, basically. Just because this hasn't been used in the show before, yeah. and um, it's likely a term that we're going to use if we talk about Task the Dragon or other reviewers and podcasters or wherever, wherever else you get um, your Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragon content, you'll most probably hear them say the word Dragon Seed because that's um, a term from the books. Uh, but who knows? It could be Lenor. We don't know. The we way don't that know. We, because, like I said, Helena doesn't really ride her dragon. And Renera doesn't really go into battle at all in the novel. She stays back in Dragonstone. Yeah. Them making Renera a dragon rider in war is, I think, a good change because we want to see her. We and do. She looks so amazing in that shot. If we do see her in battle and if we do get a lot of that, I just know people are going to draw comparisons between her and Daenerys and be like, oh, these are two oh. mothers with everything taken away from them. Yeah. They already did that. And then yeah, they're going to they do that again. Yeah, they already saw that because right away, within five minutes of the trailer, they already had the comparisons of, of Daenerys <sighs> in King's Landing. And then you see, you know, Renera in the top with her face all distraught. And I go, this has nothing to do with one another. It's going to be frustrating. I'm going to have to do a lot of defending. And I don't want to say explaining, but I'm going to have a lot of work to do to defend my girls. But it is what it is. Well, I think that the show is making Renera the hero. They're, she, they're positioning so. her. In, in reality, in the novel, they're both equally bad. <laughs> You're going to pick sides no matter what. But I think the show is doing its work on, okay, we have to have a clear-cut hero and a clear-cut villain. We can't have any gray area between the two main people. Completely agree with you that season one does kind of paint Renera as the main protagonist and someone that we go that most people would root for, um, versus Alicent, just because of the way the story was told, you know, and like I think I mentioned this as one of my criticisms of House of the Dragon season one, which is that we don't see Alicent's point of view and how she was kind of forced into everything. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. also kind of like a tragic story on her end as well. I have to say, Alicent has lots of supporters in real life. Like, oh, I remember when House of the Dragon was like was airing season one, there were people talking about it as if the war was actually happening in our world. And they were like, no, but Alicent this. And, and, and they were just defending her like there was no tomorrow. They have comparisons and they have, it says Renera is overweight or slash, you know, big. And she, she, sleeps with her uncle and she's this and then the other side is allison is beautiful slim and tall Ugh. and she doesn't screw her uncle <laughs> that's that's the comparisons of oh and uh allison is ethical and she's honorable that's literally like stan twitter or you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, stan yeah. twitter discussions like the toxic online discussion yeah the takes and like the comments on their bodies probably came from mushroom who was one of the POV characters that we get in, in oh, yeah, Fire yeah. and Blood, one of the people telling the story, just sounds like something that would be through his accounts of it all versus the maester. Yeah, um, I think, but I I think, think the words plump or something, because that's how they how they define people who are not 
thin. I don't know how I forgot that detail. I love chubby girl representation. I, we don't see it in fantasy often. And I wish that made it onto the screen, even though I think Emma Darcy is an amazing actor. We have another question from Sweet Mama 07. She asks, who is threatening Helena in the trailer? I We have decided that we're not going to give out spoilers because we, you know, loose lips, sink ships. Yeah, we'll unfortunately have to kind of say pass on this because we know. Yeah, Helena is one of those characters that is rare in this kind of world, that she's innocent. She has no part to play in being cruel or have any scheming or anything about her. She is loved by the people. It's, it's those people that suffer, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, our next question comes from Lone underscore Striker7, who asks, does Rhaenyra arrive on Cyrax to Rook's Rest? So we actually took a little break to rewatch the trailer because I was trying to figure out or remember if Rhaenyra arrived on Cyrax to Rook's Rest. I don't see that. I know we see Rook's Rest because we see the banner and sigil of House Stoughton. That's where they're from, Rook's Rest. And there's a major battle there. But I don't. the only time we see Rhaenyra next to water is at Storm's End in the beginning of the trailer. And then we see her in the beach with that mysterious dragon yeah. that we don't know. So I just remember that Rook's Rest is next to water, but is it next to a beach? I can't remember. It is next to a beach. It's actually not that far from Dragonstone, too. So that's noteworthy as well. It's on the northern shore of Blackwater Bay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, it's actually uh, positioned close. I'm looking at the map right now. It's actually close to King's Landing, too. <laughs> yeah. And Harrenhal. That's in you on a dragon. You could get there and hop, skip, and jump. So that's <laughs> that's the answer to your question. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we can't confirm or deny. There's some other footage towards the end that um, it's like in King's Landing, and there's just like chaos erupting. You see people running. You see Allison like being pulled by the Kingsguard. Mm-hmm. We won't say what that is. A spoiler. I will say that in this teaser trailer, or I guess it's a sneak peek. Uh, it's understandable that they didn't include every single character <laughs> that's going to appear. Yeah. But there are some returning and like new characters I noticed that were not featured at all that are going to have a, a big role in the story. And the first one was Lady Jane Aaron. Jane Aaron is the cousin of Renera's mother or or her aunt. Jane is the lady of the Eerie, which is a mighty house we all know. Yeah, and I think she can relate to Renera because people or men also were challenging her right to rule. So she can kind yes. of see Renera's plight. She's going to be someone that kind of won't stand for Alicent's, I don't want to call it an act, but Alicent's uh, stance, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> she'll, she'll definitely like relate to Renera as the Lady of the Eerie. And yeah, she's going to be a new character this season. Uh, the other one that I didn't see, that I we didn't see at all in season one was Prince Daron. And he's yeah. Allison and Viserys' fourth kid. In the moment of season one, he was squiring in Old Town. And I yeah. think it was confirmed that he will be in season two. So it'd be interesting to see how he's injected or introduced into the story. Because he does have a big part to play. Yeah, and the funny thing is that they, correct me if I'm wrong, but they never mention him too. So oh, if you're never. not familiar with the books too, then they're just going to be like, oh yeah, the other kid. And you're like, what other kid? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's going to be a bit of a surprise. If, he's going to uh, yeah, come in. Mother, 
oh my child I'm like, who are you, you? <laughs> and the biggest character that well there's two big characters we didn't see was craig and stark so i'm assuming they'll have him in the full trailer when that comes out yeah. later next year uh alice rivers we don't see her mm-hmm. and she's a huge part to play and we don't see her as well did we talk about the dragon seas i can't remember we're just messing around because the dragon seas again would be quite important uh, or they should be quite important to the show and we, and we don't see the dragon seats in the trailer as well tony mentioned there are there are also other new characters that we ha- that we don't see in the trailer and that includes hugh hammer ulf the white nettles and silver dennis i think for some of these we don't even have confirmation if they're going to make it into the show as for our returning characters we don't see jaceris nor do we see lara strong which i think is interesting and there's like one sh- second of a shot that we have a young kid holding up a sword has and then i'm looking it up it says house bracken and house bracken as we know was in season one and it was the kid i think it was episode four or five where all yeah. these different houses were coming to propose marriage to Renera, and he was the little yeah. kid and one of the, i forgot what other house was making fun of him and he pulls his sword out and Renera's like i'm done i'm i'm done let's go and then yeah. they turn around and they show the kid like killing the adult I wonder if that's that kid. That'd be kind of hilarious. I we'll know. see. I wonder if had any impacts on his allegiance. Probably oh, did. He's Team Green. Um, like, yeah. Can you imagine? Me, so I'm going on Team Green. <laughs> that's what, the Kristen Cole way. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, we see one of the cargo twins, either Eric or Arik. So we don't know which or one. Or both. Yeah. No, we both. One, one is fighting against somebody else that we don't see. So... I wonder who he's fighting, but yeah, that's going to be epic. Uh, we end the trailer with that magnificent beast of Vagar. Beautiful shot. Amazing. And then we get to the finale of the trailer. So <laughs> let's have fun and rate the trailer, the teaser. What do you give the teaser trailer? I'd give the teaser an 8.3 out of 10. Uh, I think it was fine. I think it was a very good trailer. It wasn't amazing. Like I said, I... Yeah. If this is the only thing I see, I'm fine. I don't want I'm to see. Too, yeah. I don't want to see what they HBO did to me after episode one. <laughs> I don't know if you remember HBO after every episode would say coming up the next episode. So what they mm-hmm. did after episode one, they showed footage of the like following six episodes. So you saw all this stuff. No. Yes, I was almost. I was this close to writing HBO email. Just kidding. <laughs> How can you do that? I mean, even though I knew, but still, like, if you don't know what's going on, you're like, that's just spoiled a lot of stuff because they showed a lot of heavy spoilers. So I think I'll be fine. I'm saying this now, but of course, I'm going to watch the full trailer when it comes out. And we'll be doing this again. Probably probably do it in March or April, right? I guess so. And I think that you must be like me too. And you just stay away from traders maybe even after the first watch like okay you'd watch it one time maybe because you have to for this or you're in the cinema and you can't do anything else or whatever you'll take it in you'll watch it and then but you'll try not to focus too much or try to forget it and then we'll have enough time for that to happen i think that's kind of be able to approach season two with with a perspective that book based but we'll also kind of manage expectations from what we've seen you know because we're bound to know some differences by then but I have faith in the both of us, and this will, will be okay. Anyways, we'll be reviewing the trailer as well when it comes out the full trailer, as Tony said, next year. Thank you for listening to the spontaneous episode of Dancing with Dragons. After this episode, we'll be continuing our recap and rewatch of Game of Thrones Season 2. 
Our next episode is going to be covering the Blackwater, which is the penultimate episode of season two. Be sure to follow along our rewatch and with our episodes, adding, listening, and downloading our episodes on your preferred listening platforms. And give us a rating and a review or a comment as well. And also be sure to follow us on Instagram at Dancing with Underscore Dragons for all the latest updates on our podcast and House of the Dragon. Again, thank you so much and be sure to tune in for our next episode.